Hey guys, welcome to Inclusion RX. I am back tonight. Uh, very special guest, uh, Titans game competitor, six-time regional athlete. Did I get that right? Six times. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, Brianna Evans Wallen. How are you? I'm doing well, Don. How are you? Oh, I'm tired. Uh, <laughs> it's been it's been a long week. I went and watched uh, the teen athletes compete over the weekend, and I got exhausted watching teenagers that are stronger than me. So it's. <laughs> It's rough, man. Like 16-year-old girls clean and jerking 220 and some 17-year-old boy snatched 276. It was like seeing God himself come down from the heavens. It's just just staggering to think how strong these kids are. So I was exhausted from just like watching CrossFit. And then I got back to the gym and did CrossFit myself and realized that all that yelling I was doing with those kids uh, was fruitless because everything I was telling them to do, I can't apply in real life. So... So that's why. That's awesome. And you're at your gym right now. You just got done with your workout. I did. I'm. My arms are actually still shaking a little bit, um, but very excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. What was the lot tonight? What'd you do? Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of the workout Kalsu. It was not Kalsu, but it was very similar. <laughs> it was very similar. Yes. So it was. Um, it was like twenty power cleans, twenty thrusters, twenty overhead squats, twenty hang power snatches. Um, with three burpee pull-ups every minute on the minute. And so you went all the way through those, those 20 reps of each movement. It took about 10 minutes, but it hurt really bad and felt like calcio. <laughs> oh, I'd say I have PTSD from calcio. I've done it twice. And both times I did it, I'm like, <laughs> I will never do that again. But like any CrossFit or anytime it's programmed, I just go do it, you know, so... <laughs> Absolutely. Terrible. I'm not sure why we do this to ourselves. I've said forever, like we're, we're all wired the same way. We're like, Oh, that's terrible. I'm never doing that again. And then the second one of our buddies goes, Hey, I'm going to do a thousand burpees for time. We're like, okay, let's go. You know, just, we're just, <laughs> we're just ridiculous. So what, uh, what, absolutely. It's like, no, go ahead. it's like twist my arm, you know, you're right. like, I'll do it. <laughs> what, uh, what's the name of your gym? It's CrossFit Identity in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. Oh, Southerner. I didn't see you don't have a Southern accent. Where's your <laughs> Southern accent? I don't know. I really have no idea. <laughs> wow. See, I'm from Tupelo, Mississippi. I don't really have one either, but uh, I somehow ditched it. Um, <laughs> and so you own that gym with your husband? Is that what you were telling me before? Um, so my husband owns the gym, um, and he is like the biggest CrossFit fan ever. I love CrossFit, too. Don't get me wrong, but... He totally nerds out on it. Um, he loves it. The gym's doing great. We're just happy to be open again with everything going on this year. Yeah, I'm sure. How long have you guys? Uh, how long have you guys been there? I have been here since 2012, um, and he came over and bought in in 2014. Okay. Well, you got to be uh, drink. You know, drinking the CrossFit Kool Aid if you're going to own and run an affiliate because that's it's <laughs> it's a. Uh, I think it look it's a job that looks easy, but it is not easy. Like not even close to easy. Coaches, yeah, I completely agree. Coaches have a way of making it look. I think people look at it and go, oh, "I could do that job." All I got to do is walk around, and yell at people all day, and then once you really start looking at like the hours that you have to put in and when you got to show up, and like you're opening that place at five thirty in the morning, and you know leaving at eight thirty or nine at night, like that's a rough gig, very rough gig. <laughs> Well, so that, you know, you obviously know the topic of the show. So we uh, spent a lot of time talking about inclusion and, and what that means for, for everyone, both in their gyms. And I love the fact that you guys have an affiliate because that's, uh, you know, really kind of the sweet spot we're looking to help or that I'm, you know, looking to give people ideas about, you know, how to grow their gyms and, 
and uh, diversify their membership and just make it kind of a better place for everyone. Um, so I guess we'll just start with, you know, you, it sounds like you guys have been in there for a while. Like, um, you know, when you, when you think of owning an affiliate and you're dealing with, uh, I don't know how many you see, but I see thousands of personalities coming in and out of there, you know, every single year, but hundreds, you know, monthly, um, you know, how do you manage that? Like, you start thinking about all these, you know, CrossFitters are crazy to begin with, but then we have all these, you know, all the other dynamics to come with, you know, do, do you guys invest any time in actually thinking about how to do that? Or is it just, Hey, let's just focus on CrossFit and let it manage itself. Um, that's, that's a great question. Uh, so Brandon, my husband was in sales. And so I feel like his background in sales, um, he's a people person. And so every single person that walks through the door gets this huge greeting. So I'm a full-time accountant. So a lot of days I come into the gym, I'm exhausted. I'm grumpy because I sat in traffic. I don't know if you've been to Atlanta, but our oh, yeah. traffic is horrendous. Yeah, it's terrible. And so, <laughs> so I'll walk in the gym after a long day. I just want to get my workout in. And he's like, hey, Brie, what's up? And I'm like, oh my God, tone it down. I love him, um, but he's super welcoming. He doesn't forget a name. Um, and when you walk in that gym, it should ideally be the best hour of your day. And I feel like Brandon and a lot of other owners I know really do a good job of making that true. Now, is it something that you go into the classes to do that? Or is it, you know, like I give you an example, like our, our, it is the best hour of my day other than the assault bike, but it's usually like, you know, you, you come in, like, there's not a lot of chit chat. Like we come in and we do our warm up. There's a little chit chat as we're warming up and then it's to the whiteboard and then it's to, you know, to the equipment and then you're sweating your butt off. Um, you know, how are you, how are you guys facilitating that? Like to keep the, you know, the, the fun, the chatter, the, you know, getting people to intermingle. Sure. So, um, something that he initiated when we, um, when he took over the gym is question of the day. So we start every class with you say your name and there's usually some sort of really goofy question. So it could be something as simple as, um, what's your bedtime? And so usually people will introduce themselves, they'll say their bedtime and usually maybe a quick reason why. So for me, my bedtime is like 8.30. Um, I'm a grandma. I like to go to bed early. I require like 10 hours of sleep or I'm super grumpy. And so that quick little blip into my life really allows people to connect. And so they remember, hey, Bree needs 10 hours of sleep. Maybe I can bring that up later after class and we can quickly connect. Um, and I think that really allows people to feel more welcome um, and engaged in the community. I love that. I'm going to tell that to my gym owners, although I don't, I'm not going to disclose <laughs> my bedtime because I'm also, I'm a grandpa. I go to bed. This is like kind of my bedtime now, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's great. That's a fantastic idea. Do you guys, um, you know, as far as like things outside of the gym or the, are people getting together on their own? Do you guys do group outings? Like any of that? Um, it's been tough this year. 2020, right? Oh. Um, we actually had a little cookout this past Friday. Um, we had a town hall a couple of months ago when everything was going on. And one thing that people brought up is we need to have more formal community events where everyone's invited. You know, you'll always have your, your clicks and people will maybe want to hang out just in smaller groups. But we had a huge event, obviously very socially distant. We kept everybody safe. Um, but it was really cool just to connect. We've had a few new members this year. Um, and so it was really important to us to make sure everybody felt welcomed and had some fun on Friday night. 
What kind of feedback were you getting from the members? You said they like they were saying they wanted to do more. Were they feeling like there were clicks that they just weren't getting invited into, or like what was the deal? Uh, I think it's inevitable. I think people tend to be drawn to people that are similar to them. So, you know, we have a lot of young professionals, and so maybe those groups would go hang out on the weekends, go out and party. Um, we have families, and so sometimes those families, um, the kids would go hang out or maybe do a different after-school activity together, and so those natural groups start to form, but we're one gym, we're one community, we love everyone, everyone is truly really awesome, and so we felt it was important to have um, structured events to make sure everybody was included and that the clicks didn't, you know, go off the deep end. Yeah, no, that's a great idea. Like, I don't mind the clicks. Like I've seen that for years in the gyms and I don't mind it. Like I'm old, Mm -hmm. you know, so I'm not going to, I'm not going to go hit the bars with the 20 year olds. I kind of want them to do that so I can kick their butt in the wad the next day. (laughs) Like, you know, I'm like, please come in really hungover because it's the only chance I have to beat you. And even then like they'll reek of vodka and those still destroy me. And then it's more humiliating. (laughs) Um, So I, yeah, I don't mind that so much. I always worry about the new members that come in that look around like in my gym, it's a really young gym, like really young. You know, mm-hmm. my coaches are young. Mm-hmm. Everyone's kind of in their mid twenties. You know, I'm the odd man out who's just too stubborn to leave. How do you, uh, <laughs> like, how do you guys address it? Like when you, if you had someone like me coming in as an example in their fifties, mm-hmm. you know, old, <laughs> I'm going to say middle-aged, I hate to say middle-aged, but I'm middle-aged. <laughs> your gym's full of young people. Like, how do you, how do you integrate someone like me into that mix? Um, so I think tone at the top is something I talk a lot about in my, my career as an accountant. Um, I'm in a manager role, so I try to, you know, preach and live by everything that I'm telling everybody else. So tone at the top. So your affiliate owner, are they welcoming? Are they greeting everybody? Are they talking to every single person doing a, during a workout and not just your best athlete or not just your new athlete? Um, and also coaches, are your coaches welcoming or do they just kind of, you know, push classes along the way and then they're done? Are they engaging with members before and after class? Are they talking to every single person? I think um, analyzing and reviewing your coaches and yourself as an affiliate owner is really important for that. How do you choose your coaching staff? Um, we make everybody shadow classes. Um, so they shadow classes for a few weeks and we actually have a, like a formal review process. And so there's different questions and, um, we have them actually review another coach and, you know, report back with what they liked or something that they noticed or maybe something they had questions about. So it's a very involved process. Um, and then we allow them to become an assistant coach where they help with one of our bigger classes and, and once they graduate from that, then they can actually coach a class on their own. Have you guys seen gains from that? I mean, like, I, you know, I usually think of gyms, the members you draw in are a reflection of the coaching staff. At least that's been my experience over a decade. Have you guys been able to see growth through that? Or like, what do you, what's kind of been the result of this, you know, of how you're hiring your coaches? Sure. Um, we definitely make sure to try and have the most knowledgeable coaches. Um, like I said before, I feel like myself and my husband, we, we nerd out on CrossFit. We've been doing it a long time. Um, my husband is like 
such a guru with movement. Um, he just, he lives and breathes this stuff. And so he makes sure his coaches are the same way before they ever step foot in a class on their own. And I definitely feel like our members really love it. Um, and again, tone at the top. So I feel like that great attitude, uh, those great personalities flow down to the classes and people want to bring their friends, which is awesome. Um, we've grown tremendously just in the last three or four months. Where are you guys in Atlanta? We are actually very close to Emory University. Okay. So we have had some, some members who have been very close to the, the pandemic going on, which has been quite interesting. Um, but in the Virginia Highlands area of Atlanta. Uh, yeah, the pandi- pandemic's been... Uh, hasn't been as bad here in Ohio. Like I'm kind of surrounded by states that are bad. You know, we see all the news on Georgia. You guys are always in the news for whatever, that, for whatever that's worth. <laughs> I know. I know. For, for better or for worse. I'm glad you guys are surviving it. So, so that's a good thing. Um, see, you mentioned uh, off the air that you guys did not disaffiliate. I don't even know if that's a word. Uh, I can never figure out what the right word <laughs> for either. that is. You didn't leave CrossFit. I know that's a word. Um, tell me a little bit about that, like kind of the decision behind that. I know you obviously you said you're, you guys are nerds about CrossFit, which I love because I am too. <laughs> um, so, you know, I have the utmost respect for gyms that did disability and athletes who took a very strong stance and made a very difficult personal decision. Um, I have the utmost respect for them. Um, myself as being one of the very few black athletes. Um, in CrossFit felt that it was important for me to stay in the space um, because we do believe in CrossFit, the methodology, um, and we want to continue to share CrossFit in our gym. And we felt that legally we can't call it CrossFit if we disaffiliate. And we want to show people that, you know, some of the things that Greg said were, you know, obviously very wrong, but was not what we stood for at all. I feel as though we have a very diverse and inclusive environment. And I, I wanted to stand up and say, hey, we're different. We may have that CrossFit name, but that's not what we stand for at all. My yeah, AirPod I, just fell out. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I, yeah, I, I've been like kind of trying to wrap my brain around this the last few months. Um, you know, I mentioned I was at that a teen event over the weekend watching these teens work out and I posted a few photos and I had a couple of people come into the comments and looked at the photos and said, Oh, all white athletes again, you know, maybe that'll improve mm-hmm. in the future. And they actually weren't like there were, there were a couple of kids there from Mexico, a couple of kids, uh, uh, from, you know, Canada, but they, they weren't Caucasian, you know? And, mm-hmm. but I think that is still, you know, kind of the, the overall majority of the athletes, like as an athlete, how do we improve that? Like, how, how do we start getting this nerdiness, uh, in of CrossFit and getting people to have the same passion about it that you do to join us? Sure. Um, so I've done a lot of self-reflection the last, I don't know how long it's been four or five months this year. It feels like a blur. Um, and I think that it's, something that I never really thought about because it was something I was used to. I was a competitive cheerleader growing up and I was usually the only black cheerleader. So I I've thought that and been used to it my whole life. So I didn't really even bat an eye in CrossFit really. Um, but taking the time to actually reflect and talk to other athletes that are like, Hey, you know, I saw you at regionals and that was really inspiring has been really cool for me. And so 
I'm not great at social media, but I've been trying to share more and say, hey, I'm in this space. The sport is awesome. I'm learning. I'm growing. I'm recovering from an injury. Um, so that way, that can allow perhaps more people of color and more diverse people to want to come into the gym and say, hey, this is actually really cool. This is really fun. Um, I actually had my little sister come into the gym. She's a great, fantastic track athlete. She was a former level 10 gymnast. And so I tell her all the time, if you gave CrossFit five minutes, you would crush me in a year or two. Um, but she loves it. And so I think building those connections and having somebody that you know that's doing CrossFit um, is really helpful to get people in the door. Yeah, you know, I think about that. I was telling somebody the story over the weekend. So my daughter used to run track. You made me think of it when you said track. And she ran AAU yeah. in the summer. And she was the only white kid on this team, the only one. And they loved her because she ran distance. <laughs> Nobody wanted to run distance on that team but her. So she ran, she ran the mile and she would get them the 10 points or whatever the points was when she'd win. And they loved her for it, you know. And I'm thinking mm -hmm. back on it now and going, man, you know, in hindsight, I wish I'd invited 20 of those kids to come to the gym with me because, first of all, they would have been the fittest kids in that gym because they were crazy <laughs> fit, like all of them. And the way they're uh -huh. driven to train, like track athletes, are they train really, really hard. I think they would mm -hmm. have loved it. Like they loved, you know, they were all sprinters, so, which is basically what CrossFit is, is sprinting. <laughs> so, like, I, I wonder, like, how do we improve the referral process? Like, if someone like me could go out and pull 20 people in. How do we get our friends and family to do that? Like you, sounds like you guys are doing a lot of referrals and bringing people in. Like, how are your members doing that? I think, um, so in my office, so I work for a, a construction management company. Um, and a lot of our work that we do is repeat work. And so we have something called the, the golden question. And so we survey all of our clients and we say, at the end of the project, would you refer us to a friend or family member? That's like our golden question. And so I would say building that community where people feel comfortable to share CrossFit with their friends or family, or Brandon and I, my husband joke all the time in the summer, if I go anywhere in public in a tank top, I'm going to have to answer questions about what I do. People will guess that I run track or that I play basketball. I don't know why, because I'm five feet tall. And, you know, sometimes I don't really feel like going into, hey, I do CrossFit, because then they'll ask, well, what is that? And it turns into a 20-minute conversation. Um, but I've really, like I said, done a lot of self-reflection and said, hey, that could be a great opportunity, maybe not for that person, but maybe for their sister or their kids or their dad or their coworker to say, hey, I met this this lady in the grocery store, and she told me she does CrossFit, and she looks pretty fit. Maybe we should give it a try, or maybe they see it on TV. Um, so I think just being open and patient and willing to share your experience with other people is really helpful. See, now I feel bad because when I wear a tank top, nobody asks me what I do outside <laughs> of wearing a tank top. They're like, why are you wearing a tank top? Like, go put a shirt on. <laughs> Man, feeling bad about myself now. Well, the one thing like the one thing I've pulled out of this conversation, and we're kind of like right up against the end of our time, but the one thing I've pulled out, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like you guys ask a lot of questions in your gym. Like you have a lot of, not only are you asking a lot of questions, but you ask for participation in those questions. Is that, is that pretty fair? Absolutely. I mean, I would say that any great leader should be asking questions to their community to say, hey, how are you doing? How can I 
better serve you. That's the reason, you know, companies hand out surveys is because they want to learn and grow. And I think the more often you can do that, the better. Well, I think that's, um, you know, kind of a perfect place for me to, you know, I've been ending these or trying to end these with the challenge to affiliate owners and to members. And I think that's the thing I'm going to walk away from this one with that I'm going to challenge people to do is ask more questions in the gym, you know, start getting your members and, and people coming in to learn about each other, uh, to talk more, um, you know, and to find out what they want. Cause I think that's a big, a really big part of inclusion is not only getting people to connect with each other, but to find out what they want, like, you know, what space are they looking to be in? And then, you know, you should still have your own identity. You don't need to change your gym because one, you know, random person like me said, they don't like the assault bike. You're not going to throw all the assault bikes out. Although I'll join your gym if you'll do that. I promise. I'll go to that gym too. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. So, well, Brianna, this has been great. Thank you so much for joining. I think it's been a big help. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll certainly talk again soon. For everyone uh, watching, we appreciate you being on and uh, we'll chat with you guys soon as well.